Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. Today's topic, internet safety advice for parents from a police officer. Police officers who deal with cybercrime have a unique perspective. They work with a variety of people who have a wide range of issues. They also get to see how internet crimes affect the lives of victims and perpetrators. Officer David Gomez is a school resource officer, or SRO, who takes what he learns on the job and teaches parents and kids. I'd like to share with you the internet safety lessons from one of his presentations. Officer Gomez is a school resource officer with the Meridian Police in Meridian, Idaho, at a high school of 2,300 students. He was previously an SRO at a middle school. In a talk that lasts an hour and 43 minutes, Officer Gomez shares advice with parents and kids over age 10. The video was posted in February 2018, but it's still quite relevant. Not only does it raise awareness of what middle school and high school students are doing online, it's also packed with practical tips for parents to protect their kids online. The talk is titled, You're Losing Your Kids to Social Media, Internet Safety, and it covers social media, internet predators, sending nudes, cyberbullying, apps, and parental controls. Now, I have the video embedded in the blog post that goes along with this episode, which you can find at defendingdigital.com. And I'd like to share with you my notes on the presentation. Social media. Most popular apps and sites have a minimum age of 13. Some have minimum ages of 17 or 18. Kids often post about cutting themselves so that people will compliment them, tell them that they're perfect or beautiful or awesome. Officer Gomez creates fake accounts that look like kids and sends friend requests to kids. They blindly accept them. They should not accept friends that they don't actually know because sexual predators use fake social media accounts to befriend kids. Kids readily tell their friends where they are and where they plan to be, even when they don't actually know those friends. They should only give their location to people they truly know. Lock down your Facebook privacy settings so that non-friends can only see your name and profile picture. For your profile picture, consider using an avatar rather than a photo of you. Don't believe that Snapchat snaps will truly disappear. It's fairly easy to save snaps. Kids often have multiple Instagram accounts and only tell their parents about the one they want them to know about. You should check for these accounts. Don't post about being away from home, at a vacation or a wedding or a funeral, etc. Burglars can use that information. Officer Gomez recommends that you give your kids a limit of having 200 online friends. Beyond 200, the contacts tend to be strangers. Internet predators. Officer Gomez tells about how he created a fake account of a 13-year-old girl, and then someone claiming to be a 26-year-old male soldier asked her for nudes, nude photos. He said he'd be back in the U.S. soon and wanted to take her out for dinner. He then asked for permission to hold her hand, kiss her, and do sexual things with her. Each time, she, actually Officer Gomez, said she was 13, but okay, they agreed to meet. When Officer Gomez met the man to arrest him for enticing children over the internet, which is a felony, it was actually a homeless man who had never been in the military. Every day, he went to the public library and sent friend requests to about 100 middle school girls. About 90% of them accepted his friend request. When they did, he told them the same lie and then asked for nudes and asked to meet. About 20 girls had sent nudes and two had met for sex. The summer after that, Officer Gomez created fake accounts of 13 to 14 year old kids. They arrested 16 men who scheduled meetings with the kids. Sending nudes or sexting. Kids bully each other by creating fake accounts and then use them to ask other kids for nudes. When they get the nudes, they use them for bullying. Boys pressure girls who are younger than them into sending them nudes. Adult men create fake accounts of girls or boys and use them to ask kids for nudes. 
Sending or showing a nude photo of a minor, even if the photo was taken and sent by that minor, is dissemination of child porn. Even having a nude photo of a minor is illegal. The first offense is a misdemeanor, and the second offense is a felony. Now, just a note, uh, laws vary by state and country. A quote from Officer Gomez, quote, You sent out a nude photo, it's like putting a tattoo on your forehead, because it's forever. End quote. Once a photo is on the internet, it's almost impossible to completely delete all copies of it. Nudes can be used for sextortion. Someone will contact a kid, sometimes months or even years later, and threaten to share the nudes if their demands aren't met. Both sender and receiver get charged with a misdemeanor if nudes are sent, even if they're mutually consensual. Again, note that laws vary by state and country. If you get an unsolicited nude, delete it or inform law enforcement. If a minor has a nude photo of a minor who is more than three years younger than them, that's a felony on the first offense. Again, the note about laws varying by location. Nude photos can affect a person's future employment, relationships, family, and friends. If you discover that your kid has sent a nude, contact law enforcement. They want to help, not to ruin kids' lives. They'll do what they can to track down and delete the photo. And a quote from Officer Gomez, quote, If you give your kids smartphones, they're going to get child pornography, they're going to get adult pornography from people they don't even know. Part of giving them that is teaching them how to delete, how to appropriately tell you guys. Talk about it ahead of time. End quote. Cyberbullying. When your kids are cyberbullied, take the opportunity to teach them conflict resolution skills. They'll need to know how to resolve conflict for the rest of their lives. How to stop cyberbullying. Three steps. First, stop talking to or about the bully. Two, block and delete the bully from social media so that you don't see their posts and they don't see yours. And three, tell your friends or contacts not to share the bully's activities with you or talk to you about the bully. Apps. Be extremely careful about having your location automatically shared, which can be attached to a post, embedded in an image, or shared in a chat. Secret Vault Apps There are many apps that disguise their true purpose. They may look like a calculator or a tic-tac-toe game, but by entering a code or pattern, a kid can hide photos, chat, or browse the web, or do other things. Parental Controls Parental control software may include the following features. Disable GPS filter downloads, disable app installation, show you your child's messages, filter friends, disable the phone at certain times, and disable the phone while driving. Officer Gomez named the following parental control software, Our Pact, Mama Bear, Life360, and Circle. And I have links to all of those in the blog post that goes with this episode at defendingdigital.com. Kids can find ways around parental controls, but they'll still benefit from seeing that you care enough to put them in place and from talking to them about their usage. Your phone service provider, such as Verizon, may offer paid parental controls. Digital parenting. Seventh graders tell fifth and sixth graders about sex. You need to have honest conversations with your kids about sex by fifth or sixth grade to give them the information you want them to have. Don't give kids smartphones until age 13, advises Officer Gomez. He says that if they truly need a phone, you can give them a dumb phone. Don't let kids take phones into their bedrooms at night, recommends Officer Gomez. Instead, have kids charge their phones in a central charging location in your home. When they're charging, you can check them. You must have the password to your kid's phone so that you can check it, insists Officer Gomez. He also recommends that you have a weekly family meeting, he calls his a tribal council, to discuss topics relevant to your kids, including sex and the use of technology. 
Some video games, such as Minecraft, have a local-only mode, which allows only players on the local network, rather than players from all over the internet. It's very difficult to filter YouTube. Even YouTube Kids has inappropriate content. Supervise your kids' use of YouTube until they're old enough. Kids often have a second device that their parents don't know about. Look for these. Occasionally, do a long phone check. Keep your kid's phone for a couple of hours. Watch the notifications that they receive. This can alert you to hidden apps. What you should do. First, teach your kids not to accept friend requests from people they don't know. Two, teach your kids not to tell strangers about their location or where they plan to go. Three, teach your kids to lock down their privacy settings to strangers so that they see little to no info about them. Four, teach your kids that sending and receiving nude photos can be illegal as it's child porn. Five, teach your kids that it can be nearly impossible to delete nude photos once they're set and they can come back to haunt a person years later. Six, teach your kids that if they receive an unsolicited nude photo, they should delete it or inform law enforcement. Seven, when your kids are cyberbullied, take the opportunity to teach them conflict resolution skills. Eight, when your kids are cyberbullied, teach them to first stop talking to or about the bully, then block and delete the bully, then tell their friends not to tell them about the bully's activities. Nine, Watch for secret vault apps, which your kids can use to hide content or functionality. 10. Consider using parental control software. And I've previously done an episode and a blog post about parental control software, which you can find at defendingdigital.com. 11. Consider not giving kids smartphones until age 13. If they truly need a phone, consider giving them a dumb phone. 12. Don't let your kids take their phones to their bedrooms at night. Instead, have them charge their phones in a central charging location in your home. 13. Regularly check your kids' phones. Occasionally keep them for a couple of hours and watch the notifications they receive, which can alert you to hidden apps. And 14. Look for additional devices that your kids may be using without your knowledge. Hope you found my summary helpful. I do still recommend watching the whole talk. It's an hour and 43 minutes long, but it is worth it. And you can find that embedded in the blog post that goes along with this episode at defendingdigital.com. If you are enjoying the Defending Digital podcast, I'd love it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and review in whatever app or sites you're using to listen to the podcast. I did realize that I missed sharing one of the reviews that I received through Apple Podcasts. Um, this is from way back in February 2019 from the user Dude It's Jim, who said, Simple and useful info. I like this because the host doesn't get too nerdy on info, but gives the basics that everyone can use and do. If you're not tech savvy, I do recommend this to help you. I think people get scared and think they aren't smart enough or tech savvy enough to protect their data. This podcast helps. Well, thank you very much, dude, it's Jim. And uh, if any of the rest of you are interested in leaving a rating or review, I would very much appreciate it. Thanks.